Why? Painkiller nearly episode 70. Big round number. Yeah. So what, sh so what shitty things did you do to people to fuck with them when you were a kid? Uh, the one that popped in my head. Uh, we were talking about this right before the show, and we decided to save it. So Kyle, I know, has a ton. Uh, she was talking about shining laser pointers in other people's eyes when they were driving as a kid. So you're not driving, and you don't understand the responsibility that it takes for them to continue driving safely. And so you're just, ah ha ah ha ha just being a little shit-eating fuck. Yeah. And uh, I did something similar to that. I would keep pennies, like pennies, nickels, nothing bigger than that because I was a child and I wanted to spend it on Pokemon cards, crazy bones or whatever. Yeah. Uh, and me and all my friends that we carpooled with, we'd all get these pennies together. And like once every couple weeks when we had enough, just as whatever mom was driving us home from school, we'd just roll all the windows down in their car and just throw handfuls of pennies at other cars <laughs> driving by. Like we <laughs> stopped and they'd be sitting there at their light and we just, ah, 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 just the rattling sound of pennies just tsh, tsh, tsh. We, we threw it at them behind us, so just a handful of pennies up as oh. they were driving. Uh, looking back, that's really dangerous and awful. And no and wonder every potentially. mom. Like it's it, very destructive, which yeah. is why the mom would always be like, You boys, you stop! Stop throwing pennies! Just doing like the, sorry, sorry, sorry. Like mouthing <laughs> it at the other drivers. For, uh, <laughs> I'm surprised we didn't actually get in trouble or hurt someone. Well, um, I used to do this thing where I thought, it, I don't remember what movie inspired me, but that's definitely what happened. I watched Problem Child too many times as a kid. So I, at, in virtually any restaurant that I would be in, if I was there with, pe with like friends my own age, and I would flood the bathroom. I would flood the bathroom as badly as a bathroom can be flooded. If they've got those drains in the floor, I'm stopping those up. If it's got five sinks, they're all going. It when I would and, and I'd usually try to get the fuck out of Dodge, right? Because I'm not a moron. So you know, like we'd go to Pizza Hut to pick up the pizza, and I'd use the bathroom after I paid and took the pizza to like go to my car. So it's like, oh, let me use the bathroom before we go. Hit the bathroom, hit the road. But I know I'm leaving behind me an absolute fucking disaster. And, and how that, old were you? I don't know. Twenty six. <laughs> <laughs> I see. I'm thirty, almost thirty now. So twenty nine. Twenty nine. Yeah. Last. Year. Uh, I was weekend. like. Yeah. I started doing it when I was like twelve, and I probably didn't stop until I was. I, I think I stopped around with the time I was fifteen or sixteen, something like that. You know, I thought I wouldn't have a story to join in this, you know, because I'm it's not really naturally an asshole, but <laughs> but I have a thing. Really? Uh, yeah, when we were seventeen and just learning to drive. It was this, like, freedom bomb that was dropped on us, and it unleashed all kinds of antisocial behavior. You know, there was dumb things. Like, you know the blinking lights that go on, like, either those sawhorse things at the side of a construction site or the barrels? Like, we yeah. stole those. But the bigger thing was, living in Ocean City, there's a, a section of it where there seems like there's a traffic light, like, every four blocks. And... The city wasn't really built to handle its population density, so it was just always kind of cramped and crowded uh, for numbers. There were 18,000 people that lived there in the winter, and on a busy weekend, there'd be about 250,000 people in the summer. So just not ready for that. What we would do to fuck with people, and we're 17 and just kind of learning to drive, is as we head into the lights, we'd go slow and go slow, and it wasn't hard to catch a yellow light and fuck them to make them get a red light behind us and we did that all the time you know and and we made it clear that that's what we were doing like, that's you know, worse yeah, than yeah. thing that we've done <laughs> <laughs> we would laugh at them and like point at them and like you're stuck at the red light and just make it known that like we just fucked you by making you hit a red light 
And uh, one time this guy, and by the way, we're like 17, right? We're like pretty fit guys. I probably exercise, I don't even know, like four hours a day at the time or something. Like, you know, I was really into sports and stuff. And uh, um, I, I, we had in our head, like, you know, if these guys wouldn't possibly fuck with us. And if they did, we'd clown them, right? And this guy, he wasn't a particularly tough-looking guy. He kind of reminded me of the principal from Ferris Bueller's Day Off, right? And he was like an adult, like 40 or something. That guy's a sex offender. I didn't know that. And yeah, uh, so we, we drive like an asshole, and we make him hit a red light. And then we start mocking him, you know, like waist out the window. It's ah, injury. Fuck you, wow. etc. So he runs the red light, and he just starts tailing us. And it's we never no, anticipated this. No, we did not see this coming. This whole tough guy thing really existed in the hypothetical. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> so, so he's chasing us, and I'm like, yeah, fucking, like I'm sort of a big man. And then he starts like following us, like you know, turn for turn for turn, and it's going on too long. Like, <laughs> like five minutes goes by, ten minutes goes by, and we're like. Who has more gas? Like, I don't even know like, how this ends. And uh, you know, so we start driving. Gas? <laughs> we start driving faster. <laughs> and he drives faster. And we're not losing him. And uh, at one point, we, we slowed down because uh, it was like a railroad crossing and it wasn't smooth. And I could see him offer to fight. It was like this. Right? And and we're all like, no, no, no. We were if, just goofing. If you're watching audio only, uh, he put his dukes up and kind of like, you know, like danced yeah. around behind the wheel. And we shook our heads like, no, we don't want to fight. It was like, <laughs> tailing yeah. you all the way home, all the way back home to like your parents or something. <laughs> and he just walks right past you. You're all like, oh, man. He just walks right past you, your parents. It's like, you want to know what they did? Yeah. <laughs> and that's how it ended. And uh, I remember my friend, uh, he, he was like, you know, are we pussies? <laughs> you know, like, we, yeah. <laughs> we kind of picked a fight and backed out of it. And I'm like, nah, we're not pussies. It was just stupid, right? Who would want to fight? That's a dumb thing to fight over. We were just being smarter than, than that. It is a dumb thing to fight over, but I don't know why you immediately abandoned your initial plan as soon as he started tailing you. Why don't you continue to just make him hit red after red after red? <laughs> right? Because he's not going to keep running reds. At some point, he's going to be like, I ran three, and this is getting to be risky business. I'm going to get pulled over if I run another red to catch these little fuckers. You're totally <laughs> right. Well, I mean, what happens if we hit a red? Then you got to fight a guy, uh, do yeah. something, I think know, or it, just lock the door. I think it would have literally been if it was either a two on one or a three on one. Like we had a bunch of teenagers in the car. You had numbers. We had numbers, and he <laughs> yeah, was alone. Yeah, you know how that goes. Like, like a, a grown adult. Oh, I've seen this happen. The adult walks up and he says, "All right, god damn it, we're here for this one." And everybody else is like, "All right, Mr. Johnson, all right, <laughs> who is driving?" What are you on your own? I'm sorry, Mr. John. He says that he wants you. That's how that shit plays out when you're 17. Yeah, were you driving, Woody? You you're back you're up team. I don't yeah, think I was the driver. Sell them down the river. Just I told you not to mess with this gentleman. Like again uh, with you, this guy. Like, uh, headlock. Get him, Mr. Johnson. 
I hope this teaches you a lesson. Like, <laughs> no. I, there was a kid on my hockey team from the ages of like 12 to 15 or so, and for some weird reason, uh, he, when he had to poop in public, he would only use urinals. Like he would run in and take what? a, like he'd wait till he was alone in there and then speed shit in the urinal and then leave. Did he? Every time. How did he wipe? I, we didn't like get really deep into it, you know. I, I guess you you do that and then you kind of duck walk into the stall or bring that some with no you. For, I don't know, but he would do it. If and you I do that, you should shit the stall and like bring it out and like put it in the. <laughs> if you're if you're only, like, that doesn't make any sense. He's not I, wiping. I he just he dude wasn't just, wiping his ass. He, that I mean, it would have been easily masked by the hockey smell, but so it is possible he just wasn't wiping and this was a weird facade to live out his deranged fantasies of having a poopy ass but i mean it, it, i don't know why he did it every time because we would walk in there after him and be like dude are you serious and he'd be like no just pete i just pete I, I, I promise i promise i just pete and it's like all right fine and it's like <laughs> and you go in there and he's shit again he's <laughs> just oh jesus like <laughs> i'm not gonna pee on this and get all that hot air blowing back at me i, I don't know if awful. you guys yeah, had the awful. same issue but the um the hockey rinks where i played the the toilets had the kind of handle that was like a, a three inch rod you know that you just kind of push and when yeah. it moves in any direction it flushes well no one wanted to flush it with their hand so people would flush it with the bottom of their hockey skates but that was like if you haven't held hockey skates imagine like a steel-toed boot but the steel toe goes around the entire sides and back. These are like big, heavy, clunky things with blades on the bottom. And they are just like kicking the fuck out of these toilets. And they were consistently broken or they'd like shoot water out the sides and the maintenance would have to come. And, and they just, it, they had the wrong kind of toilets. They needed some sort of button toilet or um, auto flush or something. Auto flush that or something. That's also not good then. for your skate blade to just be kicking metal. Right. I didn't do it. I, I flushed it with my hand and then washed my hands. I had a plan. I but... never flush. <laughs> when I go into a public bathroom, I do my best not to touch anything. And when I open doors, I do this number. I make this and I hook like like this part of my hand is actually like going in and grabbing the doorknob and opening it. Like I don't even want to touch it with the part of my hand that might touch my mouth or my face. Uh, and you know I always flush with my foot. One thing uh, I do is I scout out the trash can. So oftentimes the trash can is between the sinks. And in that situation, I just suck it up and open the door. Um, possible, like follow someone and just tailgate my way out. But oftentimes there's a trash can right by the door. So after washing my hands, I just keep the paper towel, open the door with it, toss and run. Oh, I, see, I for some reason, that, and I, but it almost irritates me where it's like, what do you think you're you're hiding from? You're avoiding like what germs are you? Like what's gonna ruin your? How weak is your immune system there that you got? Literally, like, be, there is flushed. literally shit on that door handle. Literally, human shit on that door handle. And your body needs a little bit of that shit build up I, the resistance. But I don't want I it. All, like, if it's at a it, typically, this is a restaurant that this is happening at, and I just don't like to mix my poop and my food. That mixing should happen later biologically. Yeah, it's yeah. not like I, I'm with you. Like Except. I was wondering what you meant with the trash, where you're going with the trash can thing. I thought you were going to like maybe even wedge it between the door and the, oh. which, which seems silly, but I was going with it. But <laughs> but I realized that you're just 
you don't want to litter. You don't want to. Th- but in my case, like if there's a if they got one of those auto feeding paper towels, and I'll actually have like I'm not gonna roll the thing. I don't touch anything in there. Uh, but if they've got an auto feeder, I'll throw that shit in the floor. Like like, I mean, you are. If they were- what I a needlessly li- destructive thing to do. You, needlessly you, destructive is the thing. No, 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 no. Think about it this way. Think about it this way. If they were so concerned about the cleanliness of that restroom that a paper towel tossed on the floor would be a big deal to anyone who might see it, then there wouldn't be shit on the door handle. All right? Like, this is a filth den. There's not, there's not some nice old man coming there and scrubbing up. Like, there nobody is. has ever. Not in the ones I've been to. Mm. Like, like, I'm talking, I went to on my trip to Florida the other day. It smelled so, it smelled like weak old piss. It's, one of the toilets just had a big plastic bag hung over it. It had been there for a while, and somebody had pissed on the bag. I've seen like, that, was, yeah. Right? That's a, like, <laughs> I feel like that's needlessly destructive, too. I feel like that wouldn't be totally out of character for Kyle. I don't know why I'm assigning I, that particular destruction If to the him. toilet's too dirty, and it's a one-at-a-timer, as I call it, I'll just piss in the sink. That's the way to go. You piss in the sink. That that it's unlikely anybody else is pissed in that sink unless I've been there before. So I figure, not gonna get any, anything too bad on me over here, and I don't have to go in there and use that disgusting. You really uh, you don't think anybody else has peed in that sink? You well, I mean, it's not like I'm like. It. It's not like I like put my pants down to my ankles and like lay my balls on the edge of the sink and just like put. And here we go again. Like, Somebody I mean, not, has used right, it well, to hold up the girl while they fucked her. Well, I don't make any contact with it whatsoever. I usually don't wash my hands. If I'm peeing, I'm not going to wash my hands most of the time unless I'm going to be preparing food or something for other people right after or something like that. I just, but like, my hands are filthy. I wash my penis every time I finish peeing. Just right, yeah. right in the sink. Just pop it in and just <laughs> Scour it. Hot water. <laughs> I just get it. No. <laughs> talking to the guy next to you. Uh, <laughs> oh, no, it's filthy in here. Got to keep it clean. <laughs> I'll piss oh, right girlfriend's germaphobe. Howard Stern thing? What? So Howard Stern signed a new contract. We we just barely talked. Yeah, about I was it about before. I was about to go. I was about to go Stern or Trannies. Where are we going next? <laughs> yeah, Stern, it is. I think that'll tie in. So <laughs> Stern um, signed on with Sirius in like two thousand um, two thousand four, two thousand five, something like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I guess they did like a ten year contract, and then most recently, like in the twenty fifteen year, I believe he was on a one year contract extension. And uh, and so that contract was up, and leading into it, of course, he was saying, "We don't know if this is the last week of the show or not. We don't know what's ho- coming." Blah blah blah. Well, they signed him up. Uh, got he got a new deal, five year contract, including twelve years of uh, access to the content. There's uh, you know like his his library of like hundreds of thousands of hours of content. Uh, they're gonna do live video, and there's a couple other things that they would just kind of teased, but they're not telling right now. There's some kind of app that. Is big is a big part of this deal, but the the money is the good part. Oh my! Eighty God. million dollars a year for five years. Now that's not just Stern's cut. That's that's the Stern show's cut. That that right. has to cover salaries and production costs. <clears throat> uh, but still, but it is the Stern show. If Robin Quivers makes more than like one or two million a year, it's because he's fond of her. I I feel in my head. He doesn't feel like he can do it without her. Then he's not that bright of a guy. Like he he's said that many times. Like, like he feels like he needs her. As a fan, I and, dislike and, a lot. That's how it be... is for those radio shows, though. When they're on the air together, they can't start a big spat about. They just like with O and A and Jimmy. Like none of that mm-hmm. hostility about Opie came out until after Anthony was fired, and they would say like, "Oh yeah, even like six years ago." 
you know, we were struggling and we were thinking he was holding us back and was not contributing to the funny or whatever. But during, you know, look at clips from six years ago and it's like, oh, you guys just don't understand his role. Like, you got to appreciate him. Like, he can't come out and just smash another serious employee. Hmm. You know? I, uh, I, I, I have case, an O&A I, topic to follow up on this one. But Stern, okay. $80 million a year. Dude, so let's assume Stern's making 50 of that. And I think that's a fair estimate. I would be surprised if it costs more than 30 to, to do everything else that makes the show run. Yeah. He's entering, like... He's already a billionaire. Is he a billionaire? Like, you know that people like that. in entertainment are rich. Like, Tom Cruise is rich, right? Rich in that he's probably worth $200 million, $150 million, something like that. I, I would guess a quarter billion, yeah, somewhere yeah. up there. Um, you know, Julia Roberts is rich. All these people are rich enough that they can buy a yacht like you could buy an Xbox, right? You know, the, the, you, the listener. It, it, it's yeah, not without thought, but if they wanted, they, they could just go get one. Um, and when I say yacht, I mean super yacht, you know, with the crew and everything. But Stern, I didn't realize he was already a billionaire. I thought he was going to enter the realm of billionaire. That is so out. Yeah, he's richer than like Jay-Z and Beyonce combined. Like he's uh, out of control. I don't know about that. Yeah. Because they're like a billion-dollar couple now or something, I think. It's really funny. One of his uh, – when he's interviewing celebrities or anyone who's got a little money, he, that's one of the things he talks to. He's like, are you worth $150 million now? And they'll be like, nothing like what you got. <laughs> he's just like, oh, let's not talk about me. Let's not talk about me. Let's talk about your millions. <laughs> but, yeah, he's, uh, he's got – that's a great deal. I, I, uh, eh, I'm, 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 glad, I'm glad he's making all that money. Good for I, him. You should so do something with it, like buy a sports team. I, so this was neat. Like this is a long time ago, like twelve years ago or something like that. Maybe maybe twenty. But uh, Howard Stern had a TV show. He like competed in the late night wars at a time when Arsenio Hall had a show, and probably maybe Leno was first coming on. Are you talking about the E Show? Not. It wasn't the E Show. He to my Channel Nine. I don't know what I'm talking about. It, it it wasn't there was he had two shows. One was where they just kind of filmed him doing his radio show, and another was him actually doing a late night show meant to compete with, like I don't think it was Johnny Carson. It was probably Leno. Is, he, is that who followed Carson? Um, um I'm not sure. Arsenio yeah. Hall. Um, I, I here I'll, I'll Google what the name of it is. Yeah, they did a sh they did a show that they referred to as the Channel Nine show, but I thought that was like a local thing. I didn't think that was oh, I didn't no. think he was competing with anyone on a national scale. I didn't think he had a national late night show. He did. I thought he had uh, the Howard Stern radio show, Howard Stern interview. Shucks, this Wikipedia. You talking about when they would do like Holly Weird Squares and stuff? Yeah, yeah, Holly Weird Squares, the Underdog Lady. I don't think that was national. I think that was like local uh, cable thing. They called it. They refer to it as the Channel Nine show. So that always made it sound to me like cable, like, like, um, like it was. They yeah. were doing like a Wayne's doesn't World. Doesn't sound national. It yeah, doesn't sound national. But I, I swear I thought it was. Um, no. It's broadcast. It's you know. It's, it gets around a lot now because of who he is and all. But at the time, I think I, I always thought it was a local cable access show that he did with like freaks that he drug in, you know, because he, he would have that. He would have literally a Ku Klux Klan member. And then he would have like some gay guys and a black chick who was like outrageous. And then there'd be a midget. Uh, there'd be Hank the Angry Dwarf, just so drunk that he's slurring his speech. And the Klan guy would be just just 
call, dropping n bombs, calling the black people niggers to their face, just going ape shit. Um, it, it was a ridiculous show. I, I've seen some of it, not much. And that got canceled. Uh, I would, I would say so. Okay. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. that that sounds pretty outrageous. Like they're just yeah, trying he, to find you know one what Hollywood, from every weird extreme corner. Do you know what Hollywood? Do you know what Hollywood Squares is? Where they're like. Yeah. He did Holly Weird Squares. Wow. So, freaks. Oh, so just like a, a drunk dwarf and then a high-pitched fat guy and, you know, the the black guy with the small head that looks... He'd have, um, he'd have the, world's, the world's largest female bodybuilder. You know, just real freaks and weirdos and monsters and just the scum of the earth, really. He'd drag Isn't in that there funny that that would be one of the weird things where it's like, yeah, okay. hey, we're going to get this guy that can't pronounce words correctly and has a tiny little point, pointy-shaped head, and right next to him, that's where you're going to be, lady who worked her ass off to get the best, most muscular body achievable. You're on par with us. You're in the same, yeah, yeah. So, the same game. I've got the facts here. Um, it was called The Howard Stern Show, WWOR. I don't know what that is. Uh, it was nationally syndicated. Um, it was filmed at Studio 9 Broadcast Plaza in Secaucus, New Jersey. But um, it ran for a couple of years, and it was nationally syndicated. It was right there on the league of, like, the Arsenio Hall show. Um, you know, it, what, it, what channel was it on? Uh, CBS? Hold on. It was on... I know CBS sued him once. But I thought that was when he went. Oh, All American Television. Are you even familiar with this? I don't really. Yeah, know this. that's what I'm saying. I think this is a cable thing. Like I think it's, um, I think it's a really small deal, for him. I see. I I was in college at the time, and it was a really big deal for us. Like we always watched it, and it you know, I I felt like it was right there competing with the other big shows. I, I can see now that it wasn't on one of the major networks. It was on cable, but I feel like it's bigger than you're giving it credit for like i like you're in my head you're saying it's on like local access cable or something like right next to some guy you know producing <laughs> like wayne's some, world yeah right like wayne's world but it wasn't like that it was like That's a big production deal. value looked like that um, was the thing so this was the this is where i was headed to on that he had this show and it was nationally syndicated but not on a great channel maybe like today's spike tv or something and uh uh seinfeld came on and it seemed like Stern was trying to bully Seinfeld in a little way. Like, he was like, you know, your jokes are like observational humor and this and that. So Seinfeld turned it around and he started bullying Howard Stern, which is super rare on his show. And he was like, you know, oh, let's talk about your show then, huh? And Howard's like, yeah, well, my show's not really doing great, but that, you know, it has a low budget. And he's like, right. Like Hollywood, Holly Weird Squares is really that much funnier with better lighting. <laughs> and uh, Howard was just, he was fucking beat. Uh, it, and this whole thing popped into my head because Seinfeld came on Howard's show and beat him up on how pretty much Seinfeld was just much more successful than Howard is. I feel like now Howard's a billionaire too. Howard might be worth more than Seinfeld is. I wonder if that power dynamic on who's more successful has altered it all. I think when you're Seinfeld a billionaire, you kind of stop caring about the little power dynamic, you know? Maybe you're right. Maybe. I, I saw um, Seinfeld on, I forget whose show it was. Oh, it was Jimmy Kimmel's show, I think, or Jimmy Fallon, one of those. And uh, they didn't do a pre-show. Like, there's a pre-interview that they typically do where, you know, 
it's not that there's a 100% plan, but it's like 80% plan. Like maybe I have a riff about, you know, my kid getting into a fight in school and it's like, you know, all right, all right. So ask me about my kids and then that'll send me into this. And if you watch it, knowing that you can see how it always happens. Like, you know, this comedian will just launch into a six minute funny routine that that was kicked off by a thing. You've been to the DMV recently. (laughs) (laughs) Perfect. Yeah, Yeah. thanks. So uh, Seinfeld wouldn't do a pre-show. He's like, yeah, no, I, I like, I, I guess they did a thing for him and they felt like Seinfeld owed them like to show up on his thing. He's like, which is not true. I don't owe anybody anything. I just do what I want. And it was like, all right, I guess that's how it is. Like, fuck off. I don't need anybody for anything. That's awesome. And uh, he didn't do the pre-show and the, you know, it was just. You mean the pre-interview? I'm sorry, the pre-interview. He didn't do the pre-interview and, and said it was it was cool because they pulled back the, you know, the, like the Hollywood curtain. They talked about what the pre-interview was and how he's like, look, I don't even want to be here. I don't like doing this. I'm doing this to you as a favor, but don't think that I owed it to you. I'm just doing it because I'm a nice guy, but I'm not going to do the pre-interview because I don't enjoy yeah. pre-interviews. That's how nice guys talk. <laughs> Seinfeld's not nice. With an ultimatum. He's not yeah. nice at all. Like if you watch him very much, like the the behind the scenes stuff when he talks about his career, or uh, I, I feel like it comes out sometimes in driving in cars with comedians or something. He's a dick, Seinfeld. He's all, like he's funny because you like his TV show from twenty years ago. But if you if you actually listen to what he has to say now, Seinfeld is not someone you'd want in your life. Or if you watch any of his actual yeah, stand up, yeah, yeah, yeah. Really come on. Fun. <laughs> I would want him in my life just to talk to him. have a billionaire friend. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I feel but, like a billionaire friend could just carve off a million for you. And, like, yeah. possibly might. That kind of anticipation is what would ruin the friendship. <laughs> like, if you had a billion dollars, it wouldn't be, you know, best friend Stevie that came over and was like, I'm struggling. And you're like, here, let me peel off a quarter inch thick of hundreds and then throw it at you. Like, there's going to be 50 people like that. It... it I just, but I put it in proportion, right? Like, if I had a thousand dollars, right? So, say I'm in high school, I've got like a thousand dollars to my name, and someone's like, you know, I'm thirsty. Can I have a dollar for a soda? They'd be like, yeah, I can spare a dollar. If you're a billionaire, that's what a million means to you. Like, yeah, you know, I'm just not professionally successful. Can you spare a million? It's like, yeah, all right, for you, I can do it. (laughs) I can give you one one thousandth of what I have. I would do it for homeless people, but make them sign something that said, like, I accept this million, and in return, I allow full, undisclosed documentation of my life, anything to do with spending this money, and then just get a film crew and film, (laughs) like, maybe 10 at a time for a season, full rounded out season, and follow what they do. And it would just be a shit show train wreck. (laughs) And then maybe one guy would get a job at Applebee's and be like, you know, I'm really saving up, trying to get off crack, but the rest of it would be a shit show. And you could like so, plausible so, so that's helping people. So it's like bums year out. Mm-hmm. So instead of you, you know about my bums night out idea, right? Yes, yeah, the night out. But this is this is three sixty five. This is yeah, this is really changing their life. A million dollars. Oh, mm-hmm. you've you've stepped the game up. I see. You have to get between ten and twenty for the beginning of the season because you expect a lot of OD dropout throughout. <laughs> You're gonna get a weekend. Well, fuck, we lost Crazy Terry. You know, <laughs> a couple. Uh, it's crazy. Um, 
Like, um, what did he do with his money? I he dressed up like a chicken shat in the in the highway and got hit by a train. That's that's crazy, yeah. Terry. That's what he does. <laughs> Just, so yeah, Stern uh, just became a little more richer than he always wa- already was, and and I, I I really love this show. I was I didn't think that he was going to hang it up because I I know enough about him to know that that's not what he wants in his personal life. Like he, he he needs to be working. He likes what he does, and he loves radio as a format. So it seemed like he was going to come back. But there there are alternatives. They talked about Pandora and Netflix and Apple and and all these other things. But it seems like. He liked who he's working with, and I, he's got a good setup there. And I know Stern's yeah. not interested in podcasting, but I feel like that's a thing that a lot of people are doing now. Like it's a viable. Like, of course, Adam Carolla. He mentioned that makes a ton in his podcasting. I was talking to Chiz last night. Oh, Opie and Anthony, we'll talk about that too. But uh, Anthony Kumia, I think I pronounced mm-hmm. that right. He uh, he has a network for podcasts now. And, you know, that studio that he has, like other podcasts come and record there and they get promoted by his thing. And podcasting is his new career. Uh, Brendan Schwab, Schwab, I think, was a UFC fighter who was making, I'm estimating this is from me, so don't take it as, it's a PKA stat. But I think he was making about a quarter million a fight uh, between the money that the UFC would pay him and his endorsements and all that other fun stuff. And... Eventually, it just became not worth the money. You know, like eh, a quarter million a fight, two fights a year. I'm just going to do the podcasting thing instead so I don't have to do that. That's a lot. Like half a million dollars a year to, to just like not have that anymore. His podcast must be doing very well. I've heard Stern make fun of Adam Carolla uh, talking. To, he's like, he claims he's making some money over there, but I can't see how. And he'll like make fun of it. He mentions that a lot. Um, I, Joe, I've had. He, He's Joe had Rogan. Adam Carolla on there. Joe Rogan has a podcast, and he's talking about making that his primary. Now, I don't know if it's a negotiation tactic or if it's real life, but uh, Joe Rogan's contract with the UFC expires in August. And he's like, I might not do the UFC thing anymore. Now, and we just talked about Stern saying, like, yeah, this could be all over. It's an, if you're not willing to, if you're not willing to it, like, let them think you're willing to walk away, then you know that hurts you like no matter how this negotiation comes out keep in mind i'll still be working here right that's that's a weak negotiating position so you don't know if he's just saying he might leave the ufc or if he really might leave the ufc but what that's little definitely what he's doing like there's no way because he every one of his podcasts that i listen to and i don't listen to many anymore but at least like a quarter of it 20 to 25 percent is him talking about fights and ufc shit and how that's what he's passionate about and like He's on the front row for so, all of that. Like he has said that he would still do the companion when he doesn't do a UFC fight. He does about half of them now. Um, he tends to do a podcast, like a live one that they call a companion thing, so you can watch it but listen to Joe's audio instead of the UFC audio. He says he would continue to do that because, like he like you said, he's really passionate about fighting and you and MMA mm, in particular. Um, but he's like you know this podcast thing is where it's at. Like he feels like that's where the money is. Um, I, I I don't know. Like I'm not making that much money. <laughs> but uh, um, uh, yeah, like Adam Carolla seems to think that. Kumio Kumia seems to think that. Uh, Joe Rogan seems to think that. Brendan Schwab has made it his thing. Schwab, I can't do names. Uh, everyone. Anthony's to- is subscription based as well, though. So Anthony's is like five bucks a month. And uh-huh. I'm not sure about the other podcasts he promotes, but I know that his for the Anthony Kumia show 
That's like a subscription a... service, yeah. I which I mean I'm sure he's raking it in with that considering the number of fans they had from Sirius. I mm-hmm. I guess so. There's a so Chiz was telling me about this last night. Now this is a step removed, so I probably will screw something up. But here it is. So Jim Norton and Opie are on the outs, and Norton says that he's not going to work there anymore. So yeah. The... There was a whole clip about it online where, like, the the Opie and Anthony Reddit, it's, like, brutal. Like, const- like you can – I wouldn't even feel safe commenting there. Like, people just get on down your throat like they're just savages over there. Uh, like, <laughs> Poor just, Anthony. They tear each other apart, and they tear Opie apart, especially Opie, worse than anyone. Like, it'll go through phases where they'll be like, oh, Jimmy's a worm, or Anthony's, you know, uh, some – Kitty Diddler, who racist or whatever they say, Uh, but they really hate Opie. And there was a huge video section that I listened to the whole thing, like an hour and a half long, of Jimmy finally coming out and just being like calling Opie out for all of his horse shit that he's done over the years of not contributing to the funny, of being jealous of him and Anthony. Uh, He did it very tactfully, which is what kept it going for so long. And then it was like threats almost of like Jimmy handled it well, where uh, he was like. Opie, you're my boss. You can fire me. The company, they can't fire me without your go. Like, I want to continue, so if you want to cut this short, you can fire me. But And he said all this on air, of course, so now everybody knows. Like, if he were to fire Jimmy, he'd be <laughs> fucked because they know it's only him who can fire him. And Jimmy's hoping to get fired so that he doesn't have to do the show anymore with Opie because it's just painful. I can't even listen to it anymore without Anthony. It's just cringy <clears throat> and uncomfortable for the most part. And, he, like, when they, Jimmy does his uncle paul pedophile character it's just like nobody's there to laugh at him with it like it's it's awful but uh, yeah hopefully hopefully jimmy quits and goes and hooks up with anthony because i'd definitely be interested in that show so if i understand it so the way chiz explained it to me is opie found out something about anthony that he didn't know at the time they worked together Mm-hmm. And he says, my opinion of this thing has changed. He hates Anthony so much. And he's not going to the Patrice. What's Patrice's last Patrice name? Patrice O'Neill. Patrice O'Neill benefit. Apparently, a bunch of comedians do a benefit for him every year uh, to help support Patrice O'Neill's family. And uh, Opie says that he can't go there knowing that Anthony will be there because he doesn't want to be in the same place or same room as that uh, you know, horrible, evil person. So... Uh, um, Jim Norton was like, well, what did you learn? Like, you know, what is it that has you so upset? And Opie won't tell him. And he's like, huh? And o- Opie says, you know, well, we're not that close. I'm not telling you. And suddenly Norton is like, we're not that close? And that was, like, I guess, the straw that broke the camel's back. All of a sudden, it's like, well, you know, and he's ready to quit. He's like, I'm going to quit. My contract's up in, I have August in my October. head. Uh, October. Yeah, so a ways from now. Yeah, and he's like, I'm going to sit here. I'm going to keep going. I'm not going to. I'm not going to not finish my contract, but, uh, but you know, come then, I just won't renegotiate. I won't do anything. I'll, I'll walk. Maybe yeah. Jim Norton needs a show. <clears throat> Dave, he had a show on Vice that went on for a couple episodes it, where, like, he and Bailey J, the porn star, did it together. It, uh, it was, like, uh, not a radio a TV show. show. right? It was on their, their Vice, like, channel, and I guess they're – that's a cable uh, channel to me presence and then their cable channel or okay, whatever they are uh-huh. uh and it was like a talk show with him and it was you know i like jim norton like his off the cuff remarks and whatnot but he just doesn't he carry doesn't have show. the yeah he, he doesn't carry the show and he doesn't have the charisma to be like the you know 
he's funnier than a guy like Conan, I think, but a guy like Conan has the charisma and it gets people to say things they, you know, wouldn't otherwise say or just like makes people feel comfortable. And Jimmy's kind have of got- creepy. Have you guys, this is kind of off topic, but have you seen how bad Stephen Colbert's numbers are? Like, there was an article a few weeks ago about how bad they were, but now they've gotten even worse to the point where I saw, like, a a ratings breakdown, and he's behind people that I didn't even know had shows. Like, he's he's really, it's it's like a a million viewers a week or something like that. It's really poor. Uh, I saw Jimmy Fallon uh, is killing it. His numbers are outrageous, and... And uh, Jimmy Kimmel and uh, everybody else are just kind of doing okay. But huh. Colbert, I, we've talked about it before. It's that polarizing comedy of his. You know, his whole thing is anti-conservative, like uber, uber, uber uh, liberal kind of thing. It's just you have to. You're really on late kill night. It. You gotta ride them. You gotta. You gotta be in the middle of the road on yeah, late night. You better really kill you it. Never, you never if heard. you're gonna work with half the population, and that's I think we can yeah. agree, right? conservative and liberal it's kind of split half and half if you're only going to appeal to one half you better get all of them watching (laughs) yeah i don't think anybody actually thought he was going to do that well in this medium like i did if you of course comedy central is going to be hyper liberal and reach out to a different audience but if he tries to you know shill that same stuff they said the whole country a lot of they said that he you know he does a character on the colbert rapport which is no longer a show but they they said that's his character but actually stephen colbert is going to host this late night show so it's two totally different things and i was like oh, okay then cool that makes sense like you know that makes perfect sense but, but then in practice it like the reason he was so good at the character is because the character wasn't super far off from where he was like his position is clearly like his personal position well, far to the left the character is further to the left but it's it's like uh pushing him the character to the was to the right like, or, i'm the, sorry yeah yeah, okay. It, it was passively to the left by making fun yeah. of the right so much. Yeah. So it's not like he's going to get into the middle uh, zeitgeist there on late night, and suddenly they're like, "Wow, this guy really is a moderate." It's like, no, he's mm-hmm. he's really liberal. Like, and that's a difficult position to have if you're trying to get the whole country, especially like a huge conservative population that don't do shit like Netflix, Hulu, you know, all that, and they just do traditional TV. Like that's I didn't think it was gonna work from the get go. Yeah, and I thought to, he was way funnier than Daily Show. You have to look at the um the age of the numbers too. Like it, it, even if he's a lot behind in that critical like eighteen to thirty four demo, I'm guessing it's closer. But I don't know. Yeah, what, you're guessing what's closer. I'm guessing that Stephen Colbert does better amongst young people than the overall ratings might suggest. Ah. Yeah, it's probably just people like thirty five and up. I, that really don't care for him. I like, like Jimmy Fallon as a guy. I have nothing against him, right? He seems fine, or whatever. Uh, as a host, he seems so shallow to me. Like I like Jimmy Kimmel more. Like Jimmy Kimmel, I feel like at least has some feelings. He's kind of there. You're watching Jimmy Kimmel. Jimmy Fallon is like a, I don't know, just a prop to facilitate his guests. I don't feel like I'm seeing who Jimmy Fallon is on the show, and maybe YouTube has warped me to thinking that I'm supposed to be getting that. But yeah, yeah. I've, honestly, I've never watched the Jimmy Fallon show. I like it a lot. Um, I like he does lots of games and and skits, and he's always he's got lots of things he does. Uh, he works it's, hard. It's, it's like a it's like a variety show almost. Like yeah. there's a lot going on. Like when he does the lip syncing and such, you're like, this is that's a practiced great. routine. You know, this it's is- become its own show now. Yeah, yeah. 
LL Cool J. Like one of the games that Jimmy played on on his show has become its own show. LL Cool J hosts it, right? Am I right about that? I probably. That sounds familiar. I've never watched it. I just know of it. I've seen it on YouTube. Is he the one who makes the fake viral videos, or is that Jimmy Kimmel? That's Jimmy Kimmel. Okay. Is it? Um. Yeah, I don't know. Fallon, whatever you can like whatever you want. I I I think Kimmel's a little more sincere. That appeals to me. Eight. Uh, it says seventeen percent identified them. Uh, when I tried to forty-seven percent who identifies Democrats. Uh, that's not relevant information. Yeah, it just seems he's no. way behind in every category. Another thing, I, I so I'm on the uh, the Reddit politics subreddit a lot, mostly in read-only mode, and uh, uh, it seems like they're giving up on Bernie Sanders, which is interesting. Like there was a certain. It's easy to bet against someone. You know, I could bet against anyone, and I'm probably right. You know, hell, the Carolina Panthers are undefeated this year in football, right? I bet they don't win yep. the Super Bowl. Thirteen and zero. I bet they don't win the Super Bowl yeah. either. My odds are good. Okay, I'll take another one. I bet the uh, the Patriots don't win the Super Bowl. Uh, it's easy to bet against. I, I yeah. uh, you really think it's better than fifty fifty that the Patriots win the Super Bowl? No, not better than fifty fifty. Better yeah. than the chances for the Panthers. I could be. Right, I don't know. I wouldn't say you're you're too far off on that, but they have a two game losing streak. I feel like if you pick anybody and say they probably won't achieve, you know, a Super Bowl win or the presidency, you're just being a naysaying asshole. You know, you want to be brave, pick who will win, like that. You know, back a guy, and uh, um, so Bernie Sanders, though, it feels like even his supporters are coming to this realization. Like, man, it's mid December, and he's twenty points behind. And he's not doing anything that indicates this gap is closing. He's been in the same spot since October. Yeah, it's it's not going anywhere. He's like maybe like, we shouldn't have picked an old Jewish socialist, guys. I, what the fuck? All are the they Hillary thinking? supporters are love thinking? Bernie Sanders because they know that he's going to get blown out of the water. The best possible thing for me is that Bernie Sanders somehow edges out Clinton. They go with Bernie Sanders, and then any of the Republicans that they pick walk into the white house i'm not sure that's true. trump 2016 i'm not i, I think that, dude the republican field is filled with fucknards man trump can beat sanders that's not trump necessarily true five I, oh totally is no. trump can, trump can compete with clinton uh, I sanders think, I think, has more people who like him than trump does right now that's not true not it true. is no true way. sanders so uh, as previously established it's like 50 50 right as to who likes what. the national poll numbers though when they compare like like how Trump would go against uh, Hillary versus, and they do those numbers. Sanders I, has thirty-seven percent, and Trump has like. Where are these polls? Like that. I was looking on at them the recently. Internet? I just Google. Oh no, no, these are the real polls. Okay. Well, yeah. I just there's no Whoopi way. contacted one thousand. No, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. This is the it, thing that I. I really like following politics. People have heard this before. I also like the chess of it. The like, you know, he said that. Should I counter it? Should I pretend to be offended? Should like, you know, all the moves they make is is super interesting to me. But uh, um, I don't know that Bernie Sanders can't. A lot of the Republicans are super weak. Bernie Sanders would kick the fuck out of Huckabee. Bernie yeah, Sanders would beat the put, shit. I think Bernie could beat Rubio. Come on, that's not fair. Yeah, they right. put Rubio, uh, Cruz, uh, Kasich. Trump. He can't be uh, Cruz. Y'all think it could be Cruz? Mm. Oh, no, I thought you were saying it couldn't be Cruz. I'm saying, yeah, Bernie yeah. would not beat Cruz. Uh, he would not beat Rubio. You guys have Bernie losing to a lot. he would beat Trump. 
Like, yeah, because he's a bad candidate on a, on a national stage. He's too he's far got, to the left. He's going to isolate moderate Democrats he, and make them be like, well, hold on here. He is too far to the left, but the question is whether the people who are a little more centered, the people who like Hillary now, would go towards Trump or Bernie. And I, My neighbor has this massive tw Trump 2016 decal on his back window like of, of his pickup truck. It's huge. Covers the whole fucking thing. This Trump thing is crazy <laughs> to me. So when Trump started going against Muslims, right? Yeah. I was like, huh, I wonder if this will be the position that makes a dent, right? No. The, uh, so, so here's <laughs> the thing. If you were to talk to me a year ago and you said the Republicans are racist or bigoted. Bigoted's a better term because it's broader or whatever. I'd say no, no. There, I'm sure there are bigoted Republicans, but it is possible to dislike Obama without it being a race thing, right? You can dislike Obama based on his policies, his character, his, you know, whatever it is that you dislike about Obama. It doesn't have to be his skin color. But having watched Trump and Trump is now polling at like 40 or 45%. Like he's just kicking the fuck out of everybody right now. Right now, mm -hmm. he has extended his lead to where there really isn't a second place anymore. There's just a bunch of fucking peons who don't. Cruz is, uh, Cruz is like 18, isn't he? Like, uh, I know that's pretty 18 far to like 40. Like, I don't think there's anyone but who But then has... it drops down to like 13 and then down to like five and three, two, one and shit yeah, like that. Yeah, then you're in like Jeb territory. Isn't that like the same kind of position point. though? That like on the left, like that's not that. Like he was like, oh, he's at polling, only pulling at twenty. Trump's at forty. He's getting blown out of the water. And then they'll be like, oh well, Hillary's only up on Bernie by twenty, and we've still got New Hampshire to go through. And it's like somehow it's not a huge difference over there, but it's uh, just uh, insurmountable I, on the right. I, I think it up. is a huge difference on the. It's insurmountable on both sides. So, and by the way, people who lead at this point, you know, like. When Trump was winning in October and November, it's like, yeah, all right, he's winning, but whatever. Herman Cain was winning at this point one year. Santorum was winning at one point. No, people who are winning in mid-September, or I'm sorry, mid-December, get the nomination. Like that's Trump is, is kicking everyone's ass, and it's close enough to then the voting starts that this is really significant. It's so great. It's I so great. But I, I love it so much. Dude, but back on the, I don't even you think it. they're bigoted because I everything Trump says, like those Mexicans are racists and murderers, and they loved it. And rapists. then he goes on to the what did I say? Racists. Oh, I meant to say rapists. Um, and then you know now he's like, yeah, I, I think we should just not allow Muslims, right? Like no more religious tolerance or freedom in this country. And not if they're Muslim. We need to keep America safe. And the Republicans are lapping that up too. And every time he offers, like, I, I swear, he could be like, you know, nah, I think we should send black people back to Africa. I swear. Yeah, like, this is how I heard the, I think we shouldn't let Muslim people, uh, people who practice, you know, Muslim. Uh, I mean, Islam. it does make sense, right? Like, if you could <laughs> hypothetically filter out all the Muslim people from entering the country, then you certainly have filtered out all of the terrorists, right? Because while not all Muslims are terrorists. What about the ones that attack Planned Parenthood? While not all that that guy's a white guy who lived here. Are you afraid of that guy? Like that he's guy ain't gonna fuck with you. He's a terrorist, but he's not the kind that'll fuck with you. He's the kind that'll go <laughs> blow up some abortion doctor. He's a warrior for babies. And, I bet and he that's probably like Arena's fault anyway. Well, how does he feel about pedos? <laughs> he said he literally said he's a warrior for babies. There will be no trial. I am guilty. That's what he said in court. 
But um, but yeah, you will you will keep ISIS out. Let me just narrow it down to that. You'll keep I ISIS and Al Qaeda completely out of this country if you also keep all the Muslims out. The I problem is, what do you do? Ask them, hey man, are you a Muslim? N no, not me. <laughs> like, what are they gonna fucking say? They're gonna really, that guy was Indian. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I, yeah, that guy's Hindu anyway. Okay. Trump keeps Them offering oh. these bigoted positions, and I think, ooh, this one might bite him. And it turns out that this is just the red meat that his consent, his constituency is loving, and it is a bigoted position. It really is. Like you know, th this is a freedom of religion thing. Most people I've see it. A lot of people recently, like just regular people, like it's uh -huh. store and at Walmart and at the parts store and at Home Depot, they are all behind Trump on this issue. And, and you, if you if you stop thinking like, I don't know, if you start thinking like a, someone who's just going about their day and, and like they're, they're just like, we don't have any Muslims here, but it seems like every time we let, it seems like Muslims keep blowing shit up. We don't want these Muslims who keep saying they, they want to kill us to come here. I don't know any other way to to group them all into one group and, and keep those people, we can't keep all the brown people out. We we can't keep all the people with beards out. But if we keep all the Muslims out, that would stop this. It, it it resonates with a lot of people. But I don't think it's purely a bigoted thing. I think to them it seems like common sense. It, it's it's that just like... That is a bigoted thing, though. Like, that it's... that I feel like that's what bigotry is, you know? You could point yeah. to crime rates amongst black people and say that I we do. need to take... Uh, action against black people, and that is bigotry, right? But we do need to take action against black people. <laughs> Affirmative <laughs> action. <laughs> we need to take action against criminals. We need to take action against terrorists. I say we need to take action against. <laughs> now we're just rehashing the same points. <laughs> so not all yeah, criminals, it... black people, but all black people are criminals. Everyone knows this. <laughs> <laughs> all right but yeah i understand but, what you're saying with the whole bigotry thing um, there the really from is, what i've looked up it's there is like i don't agree with what he said but there is a huge percentage of people completely misconstruing what he was saying being like can you believe that trump said fuck all muslims get out like it's like oh my god that must be awful when really he was saying you know more measures need to be taken on background information and things about muslims coming in which is still discrimination and that's not okay but it's not this but why isn't it you know, okay? borderline <laughs> genocide uh, call to action for genocide that a lot of people are pretending it is because that's just not the case no, I, I, no. I really what don't really... understand why it's not okay though because we all right so so i wouldn't be for saying I, if you're a muslim you can't come to this country that's silly but i would wouldn't couldn't you agree that that maybe all the muslims need to be vetted a little bit more than all the catholics or fuck well, it I mean, just say all right we're up to all vetting for everyone it's going to be harder. It's going to be like we're in Sweden now, and you can't just walk in, have a kid, and suddenly you're tied to the country. Like, it's a, it's an ordeal. I, like, I remember now you have to work. probably Jeez. before you guys were voting, like, when I was, like, this is like Clinton time. Uh, they were talking about ra racial profiling. It was a big issue. And uh, all the white candidates were like, racial profiling is terrible, etc. My interpretation of it was they felt like they weren't allowed to say racial profiling was good without being cast as racist. Yeah. Of course you can. But there was a black candidate, and this is how he phrased it. He's like, we can't just ignore all the intelligence that like a police department or the FBI builds in terms of profiling because it's not politically correct. And it's like, huh. So, for example, my friend was a, a cop, 
and not really my friend, but whatever. I knew a cop and he told me that in our town, when a black guy rolled his pant leg up to like above his uh, calf, that meant that he was dealing. He was open for business. And when it was down, that meant that he wasn't dealing at the time. And uh, a bad system. I like that system. Now we know. <laughs> now you know where to get weed, Woody. Problem solved. When the cancer comes. <laughs> it's a long time ago. But, you know, and like you see it and you're like, what the fuck? Like, why has this guy got one pant leg partly up? And he knew. Like, the police had this. It was intelligence that they had gathered. What are you going to ignore that? Like, you gonna is, is that going to just be like, no, 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 no. You know what? Like, I know that's what they're doing in this project, which is like a pure black thing, black culture. Like, that's who's there. Just admit that. Um, and I'm telling you, I live there. There were no Hispanic people in the projects, and there were no white people. There, not that I ever saw. It was just it was a big grouping of black people, and this was part of the thing that they sort of knew there. And uh, it's like, yeah, a lot of this stuff is intelligence. If you see a black guy wearing blue or a black guy wearing red, they're probably in a gang. Uh, are there any white yeah. people in the Crips or the Bloods? I, I don't know, but I was under the impression it was just a black thing i don't know either i, I, I yeah. should know i i think I, i've watched a, i watched all those like gangland series on uh, on the series. history channel like yeah yeah right uh i don't recall if they if they allow white white, white guys uh, it's in there. overwhelmingly black the white guys go to like the aryan brotherhood which is apparently like the in that's a gang outside of prison as well i didn't know that okay yeah um I mean, they got to have somebody doing all their dirty work out there, right? Like, I always wondered, like, how are these guys conducting huge business deals where it would be like, oh, Whitey Malone making million-dollar deals every day while eating his gross mashed-up peas. And it's like, <laughs> well, who the hell is he talking to? But he's, you know, there's a bunch of people out there apparently doing the bidding of these criminals. But, hmm, yeah, great. back to what you were saying of the, like, ignoring what? the intelligence. It's like, that's nothing new. Like, you're not allowed to talk about issues that you perceive in any community you can only uh you can only make in-group observations nowadays it seems like where you can only talk about the unless like you're talking about unless you're punching up where it's mm. like oh you know our group sucks like oh i'm a black guy and this needs to change about the black community but you know what else those white guys fuck those guys meanwhile like you know whatever is next on the totem pole as perceived by the uh, right. media but if black like, people you know, were to pick on native american indians that would be politically incorrect no <laughs> See? they are the whipping boy of the races if there is one like it, those guys we exterminated them and nobody really cares like we we should be able, they should be able to just walk up to you and just be like you know what fuck you and it's like you should be able to say like you know what I understand I get it they should be able to spit <laughs> right in your they should be able to spit right in your face like risk free you just you just go are you a Native American I'm sorry I'm sorry sir you, you, you want to you want to get this side you get this side too you'll get right in my eye like I deserve it like we yeah um, I feel like the Native Americans are the only ones who are who should be allowed to be racist. To the uh, they've earned it to the Muslim thing, <laughs> yeah. Like like Taylor says, there is a certain like like look. Can we all just face facts here that it seems like Muslim people are the ones currently doing broad scale terrorist attacks? You Even know? just saying that, well, you we're about ISIS, right? Here's a fact. Uh, I mean, I mean, all of the ISIS members are Muslims. Who did all this, of them are? Who did the Three Sandy one. Hook thing? Was that a that, Excuse me? Sandy Hook? That was an inside thing. Right? That wasn't like a. That wasn't that terrorism. Was a that was a lone wolf thing. What? Like not. Yeah. That was... Why did he kill kids? Do, do we know anything about that motivation? 
because he was. Oh, that, I, if you, if you believe the internet, that never even happened. <laughs> Ronda Rousey believed that for a bit. They're all hidden on the moon. A lot of not even dead. Yeah. <laughs> I, 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 it, remember when when Caparulo was saying like, "Oh, and those nine eleven hijackers, we found them. Like, like they're out there. We know where they are." And I'm just like, "Where? Point them out, John. Like, like where, where is Muhammad Atta at right now? You point him out, and let's go kick his ass if you know where he is." I feel but like it, the nine eleven so, hijackers were on the plane. You know, I, I've heard. <laughs> yeah. Exploded. <laughs> It, I mean, if they, it, if those people existed, then they're dead. He he was like, we know where they are. Like, as if they're hanging out at Starbucks in, in like, hmm. Texas somewhere right now, just chilling. Like, no, like they crashed in there, like they were parking, and then they're running down the stairs quickly. We should be fine. It will not melt the beams. Like, just, <laughs> 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 what he was implying was that, like, that, that the, the people that we refer to as the hijackers didn't have anything to do with this thing. That I thought. I, I think that's I interpreted it differently. I interpreted like, it as the the masterminds who were their like support that we knew who they were and stuff. You know, this someone had to fund it and plan it and stuff like that. And that no, I I'm I'm like ninety percent sure that uh, maybe we should go back and listen sometime because mm-hmm. I I really felt like at the time that he was he was like the the saying that the nine eleven hijackers were not hijackers that they're out there still a lot of them and they're alive and that the whole thing was bullshit just like i hear people say saying that like this child that supposedly died in sandy hook is alive and here's a picture of her and her mother who was on the news was an actress and blah 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 blah, blah with their with their craziness i don't know i i don't fucking know just I, don't ask me the sandy but. hook stuff i have seen it and then i've seen it disproved i haven't seen anything of that course. hasn't been disproved yeah, so. yeah that's that one's like child's play like that's definitely disproved yeah. they didn't just like have a weird cabal of a bunch of fake families for you know six to eight years and then just release all that uh for gun control be, to be good, trending uh, on twitter i want everyone who does a mass murder going forward to just like write something out in advance <clears throat> that clearly states your motivations because i'd really like to know them i feel yeah, like it doesn't come out manifesto that's what you call that a manifesto. oh a manifesto but, uh, yeah can, can i get a cliff notes on your manifesto i i did, I did... Bullet, points. bullet points yeah it you should know, be like a resume right it's Are rare that this succeeds one page right it should be a one page yeah. summary. i didn't know like, were you insane and and thought that like the, the alien overlords were coming did you look at people on the street and think they were reptilians you know that's probably what's happening with these mass shootings like our reptilian overlords are having a hard time keeping the 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 shields over themselves and every now and then one of these guys that we we think is just a the most horrible scumbag on the planet for doing this mass shooting actually what's happened is is he's gotten those glasses like rowdy roddy piper right and they and he's just going out there taking the trash out and we're all just you know we're making them they're dying as the police shoot them down and they're thinking like this was for earth yeah <laughs> Meanwhile, they're trending on Twitter as if this guy weren't white, we wouldn't be saying he was mentally deficient or like whatever. Yeah, they call, they call him a monster and rip him apart yeah. all, all over the world. But really, the mass shooters are that that would be a good South Park episode if the, if it turned out that the mass shooters were actually like the heroes and that they've been killing reptilians this whole time. Oh my god, I watched the yes. most recent episode Don't of South me. Park. I, and the whole, I and I'm not gonna say but what Kyla was saying with like the constant car accidents. Her killing people of like the buckle up, buckaroo, and then they take off. And she's Didn't you say the people. season was over for South Park? I thought yeah. it was. Yeah, yeah. I, I tried to. It is. I tried to find the complete season download. It would be nineteen, right? Yes, I season nineteen. 
10 episodes. I'll have to look again. Maybe it's out now. But you, should try, you should try Hulu out. It, Hulu's very nice. Hmm. They have a commercial-free option. It's got a ton of content. Yeah, it's great for TVs or TV shows. Just don't I, look for movies. Most movies there are shit. I haven't ever found a good one. Interstellar's on Netflix. Uh, movie selections worse than Netflix. TV shows better than Netflix. I would say that there are a lot fewer movies, but I would say the average quality is better. Um, but you know, Netflix has a ton of shit on you it. Buy if both you really, you know. yes, yes, yeah. I switch back and forth regularly. Like if I'm going to watch It's Always Sunny, then that's on Netflix, and I don't want to sit through commercials. I've, I don't have the commercial-free version of Hulu yet because I'm too lazy, but. The uh, everything else like Seinfeld, I watched the entire series of Seinfeld on Hulu, um, and now I've watched Rick and Morty on there. Uh, I'm trying to think what else I watch on Hulu. Oh, um, Supernatural that comes out. You know, the, the day after the episode, obviously it's on there. So I've watched. I'm up to date on the new season of Supernatural. I'm up to date on Family Guy. Try watching Nathan episodes. for you. Is there a new watch Archer out yet? No, January. No. January is going to be a good month for TV. It's always sunny starts again, so does Archer. Bill Burr shows out this Friday. Mm, I want to check that out. Is it going to... Oh, that'll be good. It's Netflix, so we'll have the whole thing. Yep, all five, ten episodes, whatever they're making. This is the Bill we, Burr show we're talking about? Yeah. Uh, you were saying you guys... like, to, to, it's easy to, to bet like against people. I think we should all actually do like a $20 who's going to be president bet. Like, for real. Assuming we all have Clinton. three different people, which would be hard. Well, fuck. Okay. Yeah, well, I want Clinton too. I, I'm, <laughs> she's such a lock. All right. Okay. Well then. All the, right. Next topic. The, the, every <laughs> Republican is a JV team, dude. Like Donald Trump, is a freaking jokester that seventy-five percent of the population will not like. Um, dude, look at the Republican front runners. Ted Cruz. I have, a, dude. I I don't know anyone in my life that watches this stuff more than me. Uh, what about Rubio? You don't like Rubio? So, like, Rubio has a couple showstoppers for me. I, I definitely don't like his position on pro-choice. Like, so he's pro-life, but he's even pro-life in the case of rape. Um, so if a girl's raped, then she has to bring the baby to term. And he had another position, too, that I didn't like. I, I forget it. Maybe it was H-1B or something, but he seemed really bought and paid for. Mm. Uh, no, I'm not a big Rubio fan. I liked Kasich. But I haven't heard that much about him lately, and he's not a candidate, really. He's out um, of the cellar of, like, uh, you know, Santorum and... Uh, is he? The is he still on the JD stage, stuff? though? Like, like they, have those, they have two debates. They have, like, the, the, the main debate that has Trump and everybody in it. In it. And then they have, like, those, those, that JV debate that Carly Fiorino was originally in before she worked her way up. I wonder if he's slipped down into those. Um, I don't know. Either you have to see. I would. I was going to change the subject to uh, to Adam Sandler's Netflix thing. That he made a big deal with Netflix. I think it's four or five pictures. Uh, the first one just came out. It's called The Ridiculous Six. Have, I haven't uh, watched. Has anyone got, watched it? No. I fucking hate Adam Sandler. I don't think he's ever done anything funny. No, that's not true. I like that Fifty First Dates movie. You know that uh, he he killed himself today, right? Like that's why Kyle was going into this. 
I hope no. to God you can oh. be on me. He was like, ah! I thought I Robin Williams again. No, he was on the Stern show today. Uh, he was a good interview. It was one of the better interviews of the year, I think. Really? Uh, uh, you know, the guy's worth like $300 million or something stupid like that. Maybe two hundred fifty, some something crazy like that. And uh, he told this whole story about you know doing stand up and uh, you know being a, starting out as a writer on SNL and and all the little uh, turns around along the way with Billy Mattis and Happy Gilmore and his own production company and how he's got his brother running his money and and how he likes to put his fi his friends in his films you know David Spade Rob Schneider all those guys are always in there it was a very good interview I will agree with you that he hasn't been funny he's not funny to adults i don't think like, like I, I think a cultured adult man is not going to think sandler is very funny uh i but i remember fucking 14 year old version of me i loved billy madison i loved happy gilmore i laughed my ass off when he's like cranking golf balls you know five six hundred yards or whatever and and I, that was hilarious i want to it's not funny anymore i want to restate it like i i think he's not funny anymore i i i was an adult and i love the water boy um, I thought, that was a very good. I thought that um, what was the one where he was a golfer? I thought that one was pretty funny Billy too. Billy yeah. Madison, uh, Happy Gilmore, Happy Gilmore. Happy Gilmore. Um, he had a couple funny things, but now like, oh, and I never thought his freaking Hanukkah song was funny. Um, oh no, that's a mistake. You think that's funny? Yeah, I yeah. Just thought it was slow paid. I get it. You're not really good at singing. That's your joke. Um, play the guitar. Yeah. That wasn't the joke. The, the joke wasn't that he was bad at singing. It was it was about Hanukkah. It was about being a Jewish kid and the and everybody else is celebrating Christmas and and all and the Jewish kids. Uh, all the Jews are stuck with Hanukkah. So he's he's like these are all the great things about Hanukkah. And he mentions all the celebrities that are Jewish and everything. I, I liked it. I obviously I can't relate to a Jewish guy dealing with a Gentile holiday, but like I could imagine relating to it. I guess and I, and, and it always amused me. He's updated it like four five times over the years jared from subway he's jewish so he's in there <laughs> <laughs> uh, they probably not him. in the next edition <laughs> <laughs> in the most recent edition they, cr they cr cracked some jokes about it hmm. oh yeah i uh well the iron's hot i suppose <laughs> yeah i don't know adam, adam sandler's just not my cup of tea i think i don't like the goofiest comedians i like the ones that that are fun like like george carlin was you don't like manic comedians. I, I like um, Bill Burr. I like Louis C.K. Isn't he manic? I don't know. Um, but you Jim Brewer. You wouldn't like... Um, I don't know um, Jim Brewer. Uh, um, go, he, he, well, I, I was thinking of how to describe him. But I was gonna be, you know, he did Goatman on Saturday Night Live, but I don't think you're going to uh, know who Goatman is. I do remember Goatman on SNL. I, oh. I didn't like Goatman, though. He was Goatman. <laughs> He wrote that. He wrote that whole sketch. That was his whole he thing. Just, like, he just interrupted you with goat shit every so often. <laughs> well, his thing was like he was half goat, half man, and he had this like topical show or whatever, and that was it. It was he just thought it was hilarious that there's a goat man. Yeah, it was. There was nothing. It was pretty much goat man, but the ant thing was like a guy with Tourette's. So while you're talking, he would interrupt you and go ah, and then while he was talking himself, he'd be like ah. And so yeah, not much yeah. writing to be done. Just kind of how about we eh, every so often. That was literally sound funny. I've it's heard not. him describe like, the, it, I mean, it was a running sketch on the biggest comedy show in the world for a year or two. It has to be funny, right? Like just because you don't think it's funny doesn't mean it's not funny because millions of others thought it was. I mean, there were different renditions of the goat man.
<laughs> Jesus. There was a Goatman album. <laughs> he well, sang songs. Uh, yeah, Woody's got. He's pretty selective with comedians, and I am too. I guess so. I can't. There was a guy on Netflix who had a special recently. He was good. He's young, white, handsome. Uh, he was getting sort of pushed by Netflix. Jim McCallahan or something? Oh. What did you say his name was? Jesselnick. Anthony Jesselnick. That might be him. I'll he was on like the main banner of Netflix when you signed into it for a bit. Yeah. His special was really, really funny. I, I think it might have been him. But I he wore a suit, though. Mm. Oh, well, then it was not him. Yeah, I don't know. I think I think I might have seen I've seen two male comedians that kind of fit that bill that you're describing, and one of them was just like kind of remind me of that, but that was before. But recently, I saw another one on there, but I didn't watch his special. That's probably what you're talking about. I haven't seen anything since the, the Jesselnick one was the last one I saw. I thought it was excellent. Was it John Mulaney? Might have been. Mm -hmm. Let's look that up. I think he wears a suit. Not what I would yes, describe as it like was a John Mulaney. Guy. Uh, oh. He was better looking in my memory. I'm seeing his picture right now. I mean, he's not ugly, but he... no, he's attractive. He looks like a Kennedy to me. But uh... a little inbred. <laughs> <laughs> uh, John Mulaney was really good. I liked his special a lot. 33. He looked younger to me. He looked like he could have been in his 20s. So Star Wars is coming out. It's Friday, out, right? isn't it? Am I crazy? Oh, is he? I don't know. Oh no! They so they did a three-screen release in LA. So and, and and like a premiere, but it doesn't go uh, wide until like the 18th or something like that, which I think is Friday. Oh, you know the the um, it, it comes out on Thursday. It appears. Oh, um, oh, it, it's. I'm not to be confused with midnight because this is 7:30 p.m., 7 p.m. But... Yeah, that's a new thing they're doing to boost their numbers. That's that's all that's about is is being able to say is being able to boost what their uh, opening weekend numbers are. So mm -hmm. they'll start it on Thursday at seven p.m. I've seen that uh, with like four or five of like the the bigger movies that have come out this year. They they pull that number. That's seems shitty. It seems, seems like, like you're cheating because you're. Yeah, it's not a weekend. Yes. Uh -huh. Oh, you know, Thursday, weekend weekend runs Wednesday weekend. through Sunday now. <laughs> you know? Yeah, kind of like a Black <laughs> Friday starts on Wednesday. And it's yeah. like you know. Oh, November. But, but yeah, it's gonna be massive. I, I I predict. I think it's a safe bet that it's gonna be the uh, the biggest movie ever, right? It's gonna make more money than Avatar. It's gonna make more money than anything I has ever made. If I could get into it without pre-buying and everything, like not opening night. No, but say here's a Friday at nine a.m. viewing. Let's check Fandango real quick. See if there's cool. tickets to be had. Or no, nobody's in school. Are they? Everybody's out. I think people are out of school, but they're not out of work. So, you know, pick like a 10 a.m. on, you know, someplace. Maybe it'll be good. Yeah. I went to the I theater last week, the theater, and I saw Creed, the new Rocky movie. Wrong movie theater, Woody. Wrong movie theater. I was, um, God. And were you a minority in that crowd? I was. I was. There was Nailed. I don't I don't want to say that there was a certain group of people there, but I will tell you they were very talkative during this movie. They were telling you mean like, jokes. Oh, Koreans. Yes, you nailed it, Taylor. Maybe, but the, the, the there was one woman in front of me in particular, big woman, who was just like like joking, a biggin', huh? <laughs> just like cracking jokes, and the whole theater's laughing. And I'm not saying anything, but I'm thinking, and I'm thinking it loudly. You're thinking the same thing over and over. Shut the fuck up! Shut the fuck up! Like, like, 
you know, he's like, whatever. I don't want to give anything in the movie away, but it's a very dramatic scene. He's talking about, you know, how he's going to handle this or he's going to fight back. He's going to make it happen. And she's like, oh, you better. Oh, no, you don't. Those were like, that was the extent of her comedy. Her interjections on on this bullshit. And everyone's laughing, you know, like... Yeah, I don't know. There was a point where uh, one of the boxers had a swollen eye. And, you know, she's that eye looks like this or whatever. And it's like, shut the fuck up. My God, I'm never coming back to this movie theater. Why didn't you get an attendant? Oh, shit. You can get <laughs> seats here. Wow. Uh, apparently, like, I'm looking at it. So I'm going to show you a picture. And the squares and, and the gray squares are the seats that have not been taken. So there's been oh, like seven they're people. All gray. There's yeah, they're all gray. Yeah, they're all gray for Thursday at 10. Yeah, there's a sign seating. This is the IMAX thing? Yeah, whenever I go like through the Fandango. Good ones there's weren't good. The taken ones were bad. Are they like on the edges and stuff? Those were handicapped spaces. That's the only reason oh. they were taken. There's, there, there was only one seat that actually been purchased for Thursday night at 10. I think I'll go. Yeah, I'll yeah go. I think it's going to beat Avatar out. I bet it'll be the biggest movie in history. It's you know a funny thing about Avatar. Somebody mentioned it on Reddit, so it's not my original thought, but Avatar apparently had like the biggest opening weekend ever, and I forget. It's the most something. I don't know if it's the most profitable movie or the most sold, or it may be if you biggest gross, biggest gross. It, it's something, um, but it doesn't really seem to have any impact on our culture, right? Yeah. Like Star Wars, it's a trap. Right? Like, everyone kind of knows it's a trap from that scene, whatever, with the guy with the gooey face. Um, almost any, you know, cut me Rocky or cut me Mickey or whatever is from Rocky. Like, the, it it seems like Avatar, everybody's seen it, and they just instantly dismissed it and went on with their lives. There's no cultural references from Avatar. No one talks about it. It's not, like, embedded in American or elsewhere culture or psyche. It's just a thing we all saw and then all dismissed immediately. That's because it's Fern Gully with a three hundred million dollar budget. Or Pocahontas. Else here? You ever seen no Fern? Have you ever seen Fern Gully? No, I'll have to watch oh, it now. It's the same shit. It's the same. It's well, you won't want to because it's a nineteen eighty nine cartoon or something like that. But yeah, it's it's fucking. I watched it. I didn't think it was good. I, I thought the special effects were good. I thought that uh, him transforming himself into that blue creature looked pretty cool but as far as the story and all that i, I didn't think it was that great he's making like three more of those or something i thought he's got... who cares i thought yeah. it was good right but good it wasn't great it wasn't you know the number one all-time anything it was just like i don't know you see movies and you say that was good like yeah. el machina or um... i saw that movie just because i knew everybody i knew was gonna see the movie just so i could talk to him about it i saw it like i wasn't excited about avatar before it came out just like with the star wars thing i'm gonna go see it because everyone is going to see it. And I don't want to be the yeah. only guy who hasn't seen it. I'm kind of psyched for it. I want to see what's next. I've only watched one trailer, so so I'm looking forward to it. Um, I think I've decided not to watch any more trailers. Uh, I'm not going to watch the Star Trek trailer. I still haven't watched the... Uh, what was the trailer recently that gave away a, a lot that everybody was a little upset Superman about? Was it Star Batman. Wars? Super Haven't watched that. Not gonna. Um, mm -hmm. I, I'm done with trailers, I think. Uh I, I, and I'll watch a teaser maybe, like one of those like 10, 20, 30 second things that's just 
really I, high impact and kind of getting you pumped, but I don't want plot details, I, and I certainly don't see the third act on your so, in the commercial. All right, all right. So I saw the Superman versus Batman one, and I don't think you'd want to see it. I saw the Star Trek one, and I, I think what it lays out, you learn in the first 15 minutes of the film or 10 minutes of the film. Uh, you know, it just sort of like, hey, there's a new Star Trek. This time, this is the setting, and this is the, like, you know, the initial. Yes, yeah, I don't mind that at all. Like, like... Um, but I saw, I haven't watched the Star Wars because I literally want to, like, that's one that I'm just trying to keep extra pristine. Do you oh, think people are going to hate it? Star Wars. I've, the the yeah. initial the initial the initial reaction is excellent. Everyone is saying like like Star Wars fans are saying it's everything we wanted. It's perfect. Like I, I literally heard someone say that today on uh, an audio interview. Like they came out of the theater and they're like, "How was it?" So we'll see. I got high hopes. It better be good. It's kind of it's kind of weird that there's no like um, there's no like white guy to root for. I, I wish I had a white male. You know, hero character to get behind. I, I don't feel one? like they're Darth Vader. Uh, uh. <laughs> oh, what about this? Isn't there a white woman to root for? Not good. Not close yeah, enough. Yeah, that's that's nah. That's unrealistic most of the time. Like I'm watching Katniss fucking Everdeen spin around shooting people with her bow, and I'm thinking like I could deck you with a left. Like you'd be out like a light, and I'd kick your face in. Like, what are you doing? Well, yeah, but it's a movie. You got to give them something. I'll give like, them nothing. Let no. people pretend. <laughs> no, if like like I'll t- if, if Katniss Everdeen was a cyborg, I'd be like, oh shit, I would hate to have to face up against a five foot tall cyborg. She ripped my face off, but she's not. She's a little girl who hunted deer with a with a recurve bow. Like she'd go down. Yeah, it wouldn't be much of a fight. No, yeah. I, I, well, I would hope she's. I, you never nearly, know, right? <laughs> but she's like a superhero with that bow and arrow, though. Yeah, but I would just walk up to. Her. And, and, and knock her out like like i'm not gonna be like you i challenge you which is but, what all the bad guys do most of the time it seems like she has a range you know attack though. she's not as good at that skill as hawkeye is and i am not afraid to fight hawkeye no, I, so she is even less so okay hawkeye she can both hawkeye. beat me with a bow and he can beat me up he could be yeah hawkeye yeah, is a hand-to-hand he's a, he's combat a short fella is he is he all yeah right, well then it's ruined yeah. <laughs> like I don't have his Marvel profile in front of me, but I guarantee you check it out. And he's probably got like, they, you know, they they yeah, have, they've, have they've got the copy paste section that they do for everyone. And he's really good at fighting and his good intuition. <laughs> and it's kind of like, and it's like, <laughs> right, right. He's a martial arts expert. It's, it's never like he, I suppose. He, like, <laughs> I don't know. Good accountant. Worked for four <laughs> years with tax collection bureau. They, no, it's never like even the ones that don't have super score. strength have like exceedingly like you know okay he doesn't have superman strength but he is as strong as the strongest human you know he has wolverine strength or something yeah he's not super strong but he could pick up half a car you know sure he could do that i'm just making this up i don't know what hawkeye can do yeah yeah but that's how it goes though captain america for example and and of course it's comic books so it's a little silly to uh, to think about anyway but there's different versions of each of these comic book characters so like captain America in let's say the 40s maybe he could only bench press 350 because that's a hell of a guy maybe but but nowadays he's benching like 1200 or something like and that he, they keep... yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> people aren't impressed by the old 350 pounders anymore <laughs> gotta bring this to the future yeah I, uh, I'm looking forward to all the movies that are coming out this season I, I want to see Star Wars uh, I hope it lives up to the hype 
uh jj abrams better if jj so so jj's got to be worth you know a couple hundred million maybe at least a hundred he's a very wealthy guy i feel like be, this yeah. would cement him this this would be like if, if he hits this one and it, it's you know it makes its billion dollars which is about what it needs to make i guess probably 1.5 i'm gonna say 1.5 billion ah, i bet it's higher than that i bet it does close to I 2 billion i bet it's one in 1.75 that's what that's what my global gross is gonna be within like I don't know forty five days I think, but it if but if he does that with this I feel like he's cemented in there with the Spielbergs and all of those guys forever right like he's I, done so much great stuff. I love J J Abrams. I saw somebody else talk about him and they kind of like affect it was some YouTube video and they effectively talked about how he made some bad decisions and some stuff wasn't cool. Um, he does a lot of shaky camera work stuff. And, you know, it's like, yeah, why does it? Like, it, you just can't see what the fuck is going on in his action scenes, you know, in Star Trek and stuff. And uh, Yeah, it's aggravating. It's it's like you're you're having to fight against his artistic uh, understanding of it to, like, see what the, what hap- what's happening in the fight. That's why old-style movies with the hand-to-hand combat suck because it's either, like, really slow, obviously, like, you know, projecting punches because they're having to do it for real, or it's just like, all right, you guys just kind of like scrap for a bit, and I'm gonna hand the camera off to, you know, senior photographer Michael J. Fox and let him go. At <laughs> it. That's right, I was headed too. <laughs> <laughs> just, just shakes it, and then there, it's like not really a heavy fight, but you, like you can't get into it. That totally takes me out of the I, fight. I, I was that. watching a, uh, the Kingsman today, which had some elements of showing it on a tripod. But then there was other stuff, and I'm like, how much did they shake the goddamn camera to make it look like this? Like, people who don't know how to do videography hold cameras better than this. This guy is intentionally fucking, like, shaking it around and missing the action. You know, yeah, it's not artsy. It's upsetting. I, I really didn't like the Kingsman. It was I too cheesy. Like the first twenty minutes of it, and it was... I liked it. I liked that it was dirty. I liked that it, like, I, I watched it and I thought it was going to be really clean cut. But mm. it wasn't that kind of movie, you know. No, I. Did you, I, I at, at the very end, there's this hot blonde, and and she's like, you know, if you let me out of here, I'll kiss you. And he's like, I have to go save the world. And she's like, if you save the world, I'll let you fuck me in the ass. And uh, <laughs> and he's like, I'll be right back. And then he, <laughs> he does it, and he comes back, and he's got like a, a you know, he gets champagne, and. Uh, then I, I think she like laid belly up or something. Like it was like, all right, time to go, and she made good on her word. Yeah, yeah that not was great. belly up, belly down. I meant to say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I like that part, I guess. <laughs> but, but I like the re- I. So, what it was to me was a modern version of the Bond films with Connery in them. You know, it, was, it felt like a really cheesy old school Bond flick, but for the modern audience. And I don't like those cheesy Bond flicks. I. As smooth as Connery is, I hate those Connery. Bond movies. All of them, Timothy Dalton, all those motherfuckers. I, I, I like gritty and real, and I, I want to feel it, and I want to like um, feel some emotion when I watch things go on, and I can't do that with those cheesy movies that just, I don't know. You saw those fight scenes, right? Like, like you know, when he's fighting the entire like Westboro Baptist Church in there or whatever. Like, come on, that's. I I, 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 it was I cool. I can't suspend my. It was cool, but I I can't suspend my disbelief. But he wasn't a superhero. He's just a dude who's well trained. You don't. Nobody can do that. They just mob you and grab you. You can't fight forty people. You're right. I just made him a superhero in my head, you know, and then it worked. 
Uh, I enjoyed the movie. Well, see, I need him to say that. See, here's the deal with me and the, with this whole spinning my disbelief thing. I'm okay with it if he's a superhero. Like, I'm perfectly fine with that. Like, he can beat up a thousand people in a row if he's a superhero. But you can't, you have to say it. You have to be like, oh, by the way, we gave him a super serum. He can, he's super jack now. I'm like, oh, okay, super jack guy. All right. Yeah, now it I know. doesn't have to make sense. Just give me something. <laughs> yeah, give me something to go on where I can justify it in my, in my head. But don't just be like, well, yeah, he's on the wrong side of 40, and he's, 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 he, he's so old now that he's having to train a protege to, you know, to come in, but I'm sure he could hand-to-hand combat, you know, bare, a lot of UFC. bare-fisted, wearing, like, his suit or whatever. I'm sure he could take an entire church full of people, and that's what... He had beat his umbrella dead. with him. He did have the umbrella, I'll give him that, but some of them were armed, too. Yeah. I'm already suspending my disbelief for the, the Star Wars thing, where suddenly... The guy in the stormtrooper isn't the Hispanic or Cuban or whatever guy. Oh, so let me explain that. Is all the clones like this no. guy's the clone? How is he? Okay, so so this is forty years after the events that take place in the in the uh, um, in episode three or episode six, right? So like some like when... affirmative action changes were implemented at the start. No, 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 no. All right, so so initially they were making uh, they were cloning um, Boba Fett. Uh, making all the clones of him yeah. on uh, on that water world or whatever, right? Well, I think those were the Andorians. I could not could have this all fucked up. But what happened was this: um, over time, the clones became lower and lower quality, and eventually, they got rid of the whole cloning process altogether, either through necessity or because the planet was destroyed. I don't remember which, but they're not, they're all conscripts now or recruits or whatever. So these are just regular people in stormtrooper outfits. Originally, uh-huh. they were all Boba Fett's. Hispanic guys. Like, you, did you see the Clone Wars cartoons? No. <laughs> They're, dude, you're, Woody, tell him. Are, are the, the Clone Wars cartoons are the best Star Wars content that exists as of right now, as far as I'm concerned. They're amazing. I, maybe I'll check it out. Yeah, Woody's messing around with something over there. Who, what's he's he doing? I don't know. He's got something in his foot, I think, maybe. Well, then that makes sense. I'm not as upset by that, because that, that was the one thing I remembered from the prequels that were awful that I didn't like when I saw the trailer for this new movie. Because I was like, oh, well, God damn it. Like, you didn't stick with the one thing I remembered. The one thing that that guy's the clone. Like, Check out uh, Clone Wars on Netflix. It's excellent. Like, it's not, a, it's not a child's cartoon. It's Star Wars, but animated. And they do the shit you want them to do, and you see the shit you want to see. Like, the Clone Wars happen, right? So it's all the Jedi leading the clone army against uh, the, the Federation or whatever. Uh, and, and and it's awesome. So it's ro- it's all the like the the robots, those clunky Star Wars robots versus stormtroopers with Jedi's leading them, and uh, and occasionally there'll be some Sith mixed in. So there's crazy lightsaber shit, tons of extra Jedi's. Uh, Luke Skywalker is a big part, or not Luke, but um you know, uh, Dar- um, Darth Vader's character, uh, Anakin. Anakin and uh, is a big part of it, and they're just kind of traveling around the galaxy fighting the Clone War that. Kind of, which was the coolest part of the Star Wars saga, it seemed to me anyway, and it was completely left out of the movies, but the, the Clone Wars are great. I'll have to watch that. So, Call the show? I guess Woody yeah. agrees, because his headphones are on. Well, why'd you take your headset off? Because we were talking about Star Wars, and I want to know nothing. Oh. I know less than nothing, because he you, just corrected me on something. But... Have you not seen a single commercial or poster? I 
Do you know Iron that there is an African American character? Yes, I, I knew that. Okay, so that was the only thing he brought up. He he was like, uh, "Why is that guy black?" He's I heard you get black. into like the Clone Wars and the copies and stuff like that, and I was like, "God, I, 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 the Clone Wars, right?" Yeah, but I, I I didn't want you to head somewhere I didn't want to go. I, sure, I, I didn't I didn't spoil anything. I was just explaining why yeah. that guy's black, and you get that yeah. from the Clone Wars. I uh, yeah, I'm very. I know now. People, everyone's gonna start tweeting me and sending me bullshit about Star Wars. But I, uh, I'm like, this is. There aren't many movies I've done this with. It's one I really want to keep clean, like fresh, cool. fresh I, I fallen agree. snow. I feel the same way. Yeah, it's gonna be good. We'll call a show. I didn't know why he took your headset off. I was like, I was like, what? Maybe he's got something in his foot. <laughs> <laughs> it looked just, like he's like pulling a splinter or something. I was on Reddit and yeah, yeah. So anyway, uh, yeah, I'm still, I'm still like star wars virgin on this thing yeah. i know nothing never been kissed all right um that was painkiller nearly episode 70 long one yeah so, so all right and the beards are all still rocking for now <laughs>